Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. (laughs) Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And we are back with a random recap episode for you guys. If you're new here, we are a book club. But like most book clubs, we tend to talk about a million other things besides the book at hand. Although we do bring you guys book discussions, we wanted to come to you every other week and share what else we've been watching, streaming, and reading. Yeah, and to let you know if we think you should spend your time doing the same by giving you our unbiased, unsolicited opinions on all of it. Um, so here we are. <laughs> if you're here, you want to know. Yeah, you want to know. You're like, it's so funny. I will literally have my friends be like, hey, what's a good TV show? And I'm like, bitch, listen to my podcast. Like, <laughs> A, give me a stream. B, I will in-depth break it down for you, all of that. But anyways, before we get into that, what have you been up to? Life. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, Mom. not a ton. Um, Just, yeah, just like working stuff and getting ready. I have a craft show in like two weeks. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying, trying to-, to get ready for that stuff. I'm kind of glad I'm not doing that one now that I'm in the position that I'm in. Like, I think the universe does what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like very stressed, like yeah, going through my house, cleaning stuff out, getting my kids ready for kindergarten. Like it's just, yeah. and their birthday coming up too. Like it's just stressful. So August know, it was, babies. yeah, I mean, it's like, I wanted to do the same craft fair as you. Cause if you guys are new here, you might know that we met because we're both like vendors. So we go and like sell our, our goods and wares, um, at like local, local shows. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met. And it was like, Hey, you like Taylor Swift and reading. I like Taylor Swift and reading. And then we just like kept finding more shit. We, Did we just like, become friends. Yeah. Let's go do karate <laughs> in the garage. The basement. <laughs> let's make bunk beds um yeah. anyways yeah so we don't have like a ton to catch you guys up on I'm seeing the bleachers this week that's my like I haven't done anything yet but that's what I'm yeah. doing in a couple of days I'm so excited I love Jack Antonoff and you know what how do you feel about this I think this is cool but it also kind of sucks so if you want to go see an artist that's touring you could go on Spotify and literally just search like Megan the Stallion tour and see what her set list is because somebody went to that show and then like made a set list and it's shareable on Spotify. So I will search like bleachers tour. And now I know start to finish like all the songs. Oh. So I like that. I know all the songs. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing for Tosh Sultana, which I knew most of her songs, but some of her new ones I didn't. And I was like, cool. And it was cool watching her lay down the track. So like knowing how the bleachers are starting their show, I'm like, oh my God, there's like strings. Is there going to be like a cello on stage? Like, so now I'm like, oh, I thought maybe after they would put the set list. This is before. No, it's like somebody who went to the show. Like if you or me made a set list, we made a Spotify playlist Mm -hmm. because we went to Taylor's, like there was a thousand, like Taylor reputation tour. You just make a set list for yourself, like a playlist. So this is, I mean, you could also Google it because people release when people have gone to the show. Obviously, it's subject to change, but like, really? really Oh, see, okay. Because see, you get what I'm saying now? We've talked about this too. Like, I'm like, how do you feel about this? Is like Dave Matthews. Okay. And so, and every show is different. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no like. Every tour or every single show? Every single show. Oh, okay. So they will let it, they will let it rip 
afterwards, like they'll announce what the set list was and people will see mm-hmm. like, oh, like, so when we've gone to shows, cause we've traveled to see him and stuff, we'll look at the night before what the set list was. And we'll be like, okay, well, they're not going to play that tonight then. Like, you mm-hmm. know, they're not going to repeat oh, interesting. It. That's cool. Well, they probably, mm-hmm. have they always done that? So like you could go two nights in a row and it's going to yeah. be a different concert. There might be a couple overlaps of like some like all-time favorites, but it's going to be totally different. And granted, this depends on discography. Like how many songs and albums do you have? If you have a million, yeah. then there's no need for you to do that. If you're newer and maybe you only have three and it's a specific tour, like Taylor is doing Reputation Tour, then it's going to be the Reputation album with some other things sprinkled in. Right. But so, it's mostly going to be the same at every single city besides like the one random song she does. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's my point. So besides Dave Matthews, mm-hmm. who's like gives a shit enough to to do that. Yeah. Most artists don't. And and I'm not saying they don't give a shit. They put in a lot of work yeah. to put on a show. But I'm saying most people are like, this is a set list and they don't really think too much because you can go. You don't have to go online and look at it. Like, right. It's not like and, it's yeah. And so my best, I just I, like knowing all the songs, like that makes me yeah. feel good. Like I invested my money and I'm not just like standing there. I can, can at least, even if I don't know all the words, I can vibe to it. Cause I've heard it before. And okay. Like, I like that. Yeah. So know. my best friend and I go to tons of concerts together. And when we were in high school, made this list with one of her friends, one of our friends, um, of concert rules. And there was mm-hmm. like a ton of them when we were younger now a lot of it's just not even a thing we think about but the number one thing is that we don't play that music that day can't I listen do to like it that rule. or you jinx the show um because it just, just don't want to get tired you want it to be like you don't want to get tired but we do it as like a superstitious thing we don't listen to it because we've done it before and then it's like it's rained or it's been canceled or whatever so we don't listen to it and it's <laughs> I feel bad for people that go to shows with us because we've gone to things like, for example, Dave, we've traveled to like CPAC to see Dave and people that we've gone with and like camp with the weekend are like playing Dave. And we're like, shut it off. No, I know when we were we in cannot. line to go into the Taylor Swift event and like people were just playing it and singing. It, I was like, I fucking hate when people do this. Yeah, and no, in my head, I was like, y'all are going to get this canceled because COVID I'm going to kill you all. It's like, do you go to a football game and like go sit in the parking lot and watch old footage? Like, no, it's no. so weird. Like, why are you pre-gaming no. this pre-game with a vibe? Give me some Olivia Rodrigo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm so, seeing Jack so Antonoff and Bleachers. <laughs> yeah. Excited. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't look it up because I'm very anti finding out what it is or playing it beforehand. See, I like it for, for artists that I don't really know. And then I also like to know if I want, or like, I, Hey, I don't really know a lot of his new album. How much of it do I really need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or like oh, knowing cool. what the last one or two songs are at least. So I'm like, okay, I want to do the parking lot soon. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, going to see in that, I, I like the advantage of that because I will say for like Dave, you just never know. And mm-hmm. like, we've done that where we're like, just go and then I swear to god you get towards the parking lot and you're like no it's the no, best it's, it's the your favorite song, song. you're like yeah. son of a bitch so I do like that especially for like encores and stuff to know what that's what I was like trying to send you I think I was trying to send you the list because then I'm like look you can listen to it you don't have to feel like you don't know these songs you'll like know <laughs> them by the time August happens or you know almost August but anyway should we get into shows because you yes. brought up one before we were recording you brought up one that I've been like dying to talk to you about 
Virgin River. Oh, I was like, because uh, I didn't have it down because I haven't watched it yet. Yes, um, about it. Embarrassing. I just watched my very first one episode of Virgin River. I just oh, started so like, like the, the first second. season. Yes. Yes. <gasps> oh, I know. And oh, I'm okay. really, I'm, I'm saying I haven't watched the new season. Oh, I know okay. what you were saying, but I didn't want to tell you that off air. Oh. I wanted your full reaction. Oh, yeah, I love this. It gives me like, a lot of like heart of Dixie. Vibes. I think we talked like two hours today before we like total before we even recorded. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I was we like, no, God, I can't tell her this. We will literally go off for another fucking half hour about Virgin <laughs> River. But can I, if you guys haven't watched it, it is a show on Netflix. Um, I would say, at least on the surface, the very first episode, the first 20 or so minutes, I'm like, is this Heart of Dixie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And literally the doctor is the same actor. And I'm like... <laughs> You guys didn't even try to get a, yeah. a different doctor as an actor. Um, so if you've seen Heart of Dixie with what Rachel fills in, yes, I'm mm-hmm. so bad with actor names. Like she's yeah, like Rachel she's Wilson. not known. Yep. Um, and then yeah, this I forget who this actress is, but she's in. Um, she was from. She was in This Is Us. I don't know yes. which came first. Yeah, she's in This, in this Is Us. Mm-hmm. Sophie, it was before Virgin River. Okay, yeah, because this is now the fourth season of mm-hmm. Virgin River. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. Essentially, the concept—if you haven't seen it—what what type of? It's like a feel-good show. It even has like feel-good music in the background. Yeah, it's and, not like Heart of Dixie to me was adorable and sweet, but it was funny. Yeah, this I has, don't feel like Virgin River is funny. It's not that there's not like little like. Well, because there was things. a twist where you're like, oh, this went from funny to like, oh, there's some. but it's it's a drama like yeah it's a more of like a drama like a Gilmore Girls like there are funny supporting characters but like this is about relationships like a dramedy but yeah 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 I'm enjoying it so far I kind of like when something like that happens because with Netflix a few years back I know they started saying that they only really want to do two seasons of shows because that's where like people's interests falls off but so when I see a show that has a fourth season I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, they're doing well. Obviously, it's a it has a show. And like Bridgerton, it's a book mm-hmm. series. So they have I, I saw the series material. at Rite Aid because you know yeah. I'm looking in the book aisle at every fucking store of my ass <laughs> walks in. I'm like, what's Rite Aid got? Maybe some vintage Tessa Bailey. Oh I'm always gosh. looking, like always yeah. wondering. And I saw it on the cover and it was like, oh, a Netflix series. I do remember hearing this. And mm-hmm. then it almost like made it... Um, it made me want to watch it more because it said that it, like knowing yeah. it was a book because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I love an adaptation. Yeah. I was like, I'm not about to buy this Rite Aid book and read it. So I'll watch the show. Like that was my, right. yeah. No yeah. I, I've, I've watched the entire thing. I've not watched the new season yet, but like, it's definitely not something I was like, Oh, I'm going to read the book. I can't wait. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I like the show. I enjoy it. Um, I like the characters. I like the drama. I like the relationships. I love the first season. They're, I, to me, they've all been good, but I really like the first season of like the push and pull, will they, won't they, like all that stuff. And like, I know it's like I already different see like issues the... with the other characters. Okay. And their stories. I love Hope. Hope is so funny to me. She's the ex wife of the doctor, she's the one that brings her to Virgin River. Okay. And it's okay. like they're, they're divorced but they're still like in each other's lives and paint each other's oh asses. And it reminds me of um, Dolores and Frank Catania. 
on New Jersey Housewives. <laughs> if you're a New Jersey Housewives fan, you'll understand that. Reference. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I love her. She's definitely like one of my favorite characters on there. That's cute. What mm-hmm. else? Um, I feel like I tried starting a lot of shows and then just like didn't super get into them but I do want to keep watching how to build a sex room on Netflix I started it (laughs) okay I'm probably where you are I'm like three episodes in oh you're farther than I am I think I only watched like one or one and a half two I don't know it was good it was I just was like I want to watch this with Mike and then he'll go to work and I'm like okay I guess I'll watch this later and then the shows keep coming and they just keep coming (laughs) right there's so much there's so many, but if you guys haven't watched how to build a sex room on Netflix, it's a really great show. Like, isn't it just more than meets the eye? Literally. Yes. It, the first episode had me dying. I told Beth, oh like, God. we need to listen to this and then like to have an episode, like you and I were saying, like have an episode to talk about it, do like a crossover of like everybody's, mm-hmm. what would you do if you won the lottery and you would have these rooms? Like, what would your room be? So like, as they're funny. Oh my God. And the just spanking good. bench. Were you like, on I... the spanking bench when the contractor was spanking her and his son was watching off oh, in the distance. My God, I was so laughing so funny. fucking hard. And then he just goes, I don't think mom would appreciate that. And I was like, <laughs> he's like you're getting a little into this dude yeah Yeah. it's it's fun because it's like it's it's very open about like sexuality and what you're comfortable with like I just love that the first couple it's like they chose the couple that's like the guy's like yeah like he's cool with butt flags and we do this and we do that and you're like cool yeah. like you are totally fine saying this I just love that level of like removing the taboo from sexual pleasure mm-hmm. like it's not wrong <laughs> like, I'll tell you that just... I wasn't I didn't think that they would be demonstrating things and I was like oh. go Netflix because when yeah. they when they show <laughs> the woman that came out and she just had pasties <gasps> uh-huh. on and they were flagging her and I was like oh shit like it's a full-on she was probably like if he's comfortable talking about what type of things he shoves up his ass he's probably fine like playing around with a vlogger with a stranger like it's cool yeah like no it was cool to watch and like them show like oh, get comfortable and it's it. like here's and it seems like that's what they're doing like I think the next one was like a mistress and the mistress was you know tying the person up in ropes and so it was like mm-hmm. but they're do- I like that each episode they're doing also doing like a live demonstration of whatever like the it's funny that, like the second episode the husband definitely seemed like it was just funny he was more into like the um like electronics and <laughs> oh my god just, I love that he was a cop I was dead like he just wasn't about trying to talk about the sexual stuff and then yeah. when they put him in like the audio booth I was dying screaming it is just a good show you guys yeah if you've watched it you know what we're talking about but highly suggest it's like a good I want to say almost heartwarming for being a sex yeah. show it is, it's funny it's lighthearted. it's cute like you're connecting couples on a different level you're giving them this intimate space to to be together that it's like I mean your bedroom's for folding laundry your dogs are in here like there mm -hmm. isn't a a space where you get that yeah and the one couple like I think people too are probably thinking that it's like you know like 50 shades red rim of pain like it's not it some of them like at least where I've gotten to like it's just their bedroom they want their bedroom 
to still be a bedroom, but to have like an area that's, you know, for, Mm -hmm. for play or for just like sitting, being intimate and stuff. And like they, she made this very huge, boring bedroom into a really beautiful bedroom and then like a lounge area. And then there's like a little play area. Like, you know, it's everybody's comfort level. Like she yes. brings out the different toys and is like, what is well, this? Because she's an interior and... designer before she started this. She right. started this because so, some, one of her clients said, can you build a sex room? She's like, hmm, why not? Why? Right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that must be fun to like, you're doing kitchens, bathrooms, kitchens, bathrooms. Hey, sex room, like must pique your interest as a designer. Like, yeah, hey, this will be fun. And then like the possibilities like, right, are endless. Doing going forward. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can go wherever with it. That's why she's got like her little Mary Poppins bag where she's like, what are you into? You know, so like funny. I told, it's just so funny because if you watch it with your partner too, you can kind of have a conversation. Like mm-hmm. I immediately was like, no to handcuffs. Like immediately, no. Because I love from- that guy because he's a big black guy and he goes, as a black man, it's a no for me, dog. Boo, I said, I feel him so hard, like just working in jail previously. Yes, I was like, yeah, no. no it's not hot I was like that just makes me I know they're clean at least yeah. but still it's gross I was like no that's what like, I no, think you no, no thanks there's I'm a lot of other for things me. I'm not judging I just yeah no and they had different like it's comfort that's why that she asked because he like, did she eventually because his wife said she wanted him but they did very different like they did like a like a fabric restraint basically versus a cuff because Mm -hmm. he was like no yeah I totally feel that didn't even think about that too like yeah that makes sense but that's shit you don't talk about and you don't think about so that's what makes it interesting Moira Moira and I are recording yeah have a book to talk about be quiet Oh, kitty cat is visiting. She is so pretty. We really have to do like a video clip just so you can see this cat. <laughs> Post the cat on the, on the TikTok. Um, have you watched anything else? I know you haven't watched Only Murders yet, but you're probably- No. Well. Yeah, so I um, I'm almost, I think I have only one more episode for Maggie and I am loving it. I was texting you oh, yeah, when it was getting up. to like oh, the ultimate and stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched, um, I finished and went through the summer I turned pretty. Oh, Amazon, right? Yes. And that was really good. Now I want to watch that. Let me put that on here because I gave back the book because I was just like, I don't have time for this. And I yeah, thought, I didn't want it. I don't really care enough to do the books, but yeah. I liked the the show. I thought it was a movie. And then I was like, nope, just kidding. It's eight episodes, but I liked it. Um, they do. But I felt like it was really good. There's a lot of people I see that like read the books and they're like very invested in like their relationships and stuff. Um, I'm just like enjoying the ride. You're like, this is a fun YA. When you start reading, when you start reading really spicy books, it is a little harder to get back into YA. I do have to be honest, depending on. Did you watch or read to all the boys I've loved before? No. And now I'm like not super interested to be honest. (gasps) oh I just still because of the YA and the spice and the- no but like I don't really care that it's not spicy it's a really I just love it that whole I don't know I just I love it that whole story three movies I didn't read the books for that either but I really okay. really loved it um I loved the movies I couldn't wait for Is them this to come with out. the letters the letters yes so I she might have 
I might have at least writes, started that movie. Or, yeah. She writes remember. letters to like her crushes. Her sister thinks she's being helpful and she mails them out to the boys. And the one boy that she still sees, like one's going to like, you know, a kid from camp from a million years ago and stuff. The one kid mm-hmm. that she goes to school with gets one and is like, uh, I got this letter. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, um, and his girlfriend just broke up with him. And so they start fake dating and we all know how fake dating is going to go. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So this is I the same author that. that is the summer I turned pretty. This is the same exact author. So I figured it would be good because I loved to all the boys I've loved before. And it did not let me down. I felt like it was really adorable and lots of Taylor Swift, lots of Taylor Swift songs, lots of Taylor Swift references. Okay. I love it. It's on There's the a list. real great moment for on the a show. dance floor where they're playing The Way I Loved You instrumental. Oh, it's just so good. Oh, pretty. Love and that. I love that too. And things you're watching, like I love a good soundtrack that oh, makes yeah, that's you feel something. Me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. But like music that makes you feel something like mm-hmm. this show, which is not even a show anymore, but there was a show on HBO. Um, oh gosh, what the hell was it called? I don't know. Newsroom. Wow. Newsroom okay. with Jeff Daniels, which is political and whatever, and it's not everybody's cup of tea, but they were going over like major events in like the last like 10 years, like things that have happened mm-hmm. in the one episode where Gabby Giffords, the congressman is shot and mm-hmm. they're covering it like as a, like a reenactment or whatever. Fix You is playing in the background. Oh man, that would mess you up. Yeah. I was Coldplay really messed me up. <laughs> it was just really all the fe- like they had a couple moments like that throughout the season. I was like, great fucking choice. Mm. Like you got me. You got me. I can't hear that song without thinking about that scene. You, that's like the Alexa. I need to feel something. It's like play Coldplay. Literally play Coldplay. Yeah. That yeah, was really good. So um, so yeah, I would recommend it. Obviously, it's YA. It's you know whatever, but it's still um, on there. But I have so many, as you know. So That's how we get here. Yeah, um, no, including um, four seasons of Virgin River. Now, <laughs> now I've committed. So great. Yeah, <laughs> one more thing. So that was that was all the shows, and then I I um moved on to I watched the new movie on Netflix. Yeah, um, The Gray Man with uh, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling, which was great. Yeah. If you, if you like action movies, mm-hmm. like it's a great action movie. Was there a good you know? plot? Cause obviously what they yeah. advertise is the action. Like when they're showing the little trailer, it's like, yeah, I didn't man, really explain what was action. happening. Another yeah. hot man action. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. So, okay, so, so what happens? the gray thing. So it's like this group of the CIA that basically recruits people out of prison um, and mm-hmm. gives them jobs of essentially killing bad guys so it's like we'll commute your sentence but you work for us the rest of your life and you're just going to kill bad guys and whatever so ryan gosling is one of those people his number he's a six is what he's called okay and basically basically just like another part of the government that's very seedy um is trying he finds out that what they're doing so they know that he's aware of their bad their wrongdoing so they put a kill out on him and that is where Chris Evan comes in is playing the bad guy, um, the like crazy lunatic that's supposed to get him, go and kill him. 
And so okay. it's the two of them going head to head and missing each other and blowing up cities, trying to, you know, whatever. It's very good. It's weird to see Chris Evans as like the bad guy. And he's got like a porn stash that drives me nuts in this. Oh, um, cause like it drives out. you nuts in a good way. No, way. no, I don't oh, like it. might drive me nuts in a good way. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a porn stash. I don't know how I feel about it, but like in knives out, he's a bad guy, but it's like, I still kind of liked him. This is like, He's just a full-on psychopath. And I was like, whoa, Chris, uh, way to show the dimension, I guess. <laughs> I know. Like, why is that immediately more hot to me, actually? My like, mom is, is obsessed with Chris Evans lately. She just discovered him, like, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> really. Like, and she's watching every man? single thing he's in. And she couldn't wait for this to come out. And she, like, watched it three times already. And oh <laughs> He doesn't even He's take like, his shirt off. my favorite scene. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. It also has uh, Ray J. Jean Page from Bridgerton is in it. Oh, well, that's... Why didn't they um, advertise that more? Because they're, uh-huh. they're mad at him for leaving Bridgerton. I didn't even life. know he was in it. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, is that... And he has like a major part. So it was what? interesting. That is Yeah, really Billy Bob weird. Thornton is in it. What? Billy Bob has a big role. Like, it's got a lot of people in it. Um, but I thought it was really good. Um, Netflix. So, so recommend if you if you like action. Oh, I know. I'm like watching it. I'm going. How much money do they spend on this? Like absurd, absurd. Like a crazy action movie that's spanning all these cities and like. I do love though when, like you said, with music, when some of these artists we've I'm sure we've talked about like Kate Bush and how much money she's made off of running up that hill from Stranger Things. Like when these oh artists gosh, with, yeah. with music from like way back when, not only is this music like rediscovered by new generations, not even just one, but like generations. But yeah. now these artists get to benefit from like streaming revenue that they probably weren't getting too much of before this. Right. Like, and I so love cool when something that you've been listening to for like for years or that came out a really long time ago and it all of a sudden becomes a part of a trend mm-hmm. and like that person who's maybe not making new music or like they haven't done whatever in a long time that they're like thanks they're like oh you just discovered me like yeah I'm you know I'm actually working on a song like I love seeing that yeah they get like all excited to kind of be like relevant again or like you know new younger people Either discovering way, their just music getting a, getting a check in the mail probably be pretty nice like just oh shit this song I worked on so long ago is still benefiting me I just think that's cool because so many times artists make stuff make stuff make stuff and it's like I don't know yeah it's just cool like a lot of artists writers and stuff they're not even famous until after they die and I'm just like that's cool you're still here and you're benefiting still that's what that's what I think is cool yeah. but you're yeah. leaving behind like this cool legacy regardless mm-hmm. um okay I did not watch any movies I still have like movies listed here that I want to watch like Spider-Man <laughs> so sad I still don't watch it but I did because I've been busy like ripping apart my house and cleaning and doing whatever like I listened to a whole podcast series so like obviously there's podcasts like ours that are ongoing like a weekly updating and then there's ones that like are a series like eight episodes on a true crime or whatever I love morbid and I'm I was a Patreon member. I still am, but like they recently did a deal with Wondery. So not only do they have their, their Patreon content, but it goes on to Wondery plus, which is like a paid membership, but you get like, mm-hmm. because I was Patreon, I got a free six month subscription to it. 
Oh, okay. I love Wondery. Like when I was working like in an office setting where I was just like, you know, doing stat, whatever, I would listen mm-hmm. to my podcasts and I would go on like Wondery.com and see like what were the new podcasts because their readers are so good. It's just produced insanely well. Like I would, that is the dream. Like when Ash and Elena got that deal, I'm like, damn, that is the dream getting like a paid deal with Wondery. But anyways, <laughs> I listened to the execution of Bonnie Lee. I've never heard of this before, but like she um, was a shysty lady, um, like always pulling one over on men, like money wise. And just like, it's this whole thing. Like she ended up having this little like sex business thing and um, ended up getting pregnant by like Robert Blake. I don't know if you know who Robert Blake is. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, because he's murdered her. Because he's a murderer. Um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's not even like, it's pretty obvious from the beginning episode. So it's not like a giveaway. And mm, okay. But just her life story itself was interesting and how it came to be. And I, like, I don't know. I, if people are into true crime, I would suggest it. I love finding stuff I don't know about because I've just felt like I know all about Manson. I know all about every big serial killer. So just right, learning about somebody's story and learning about a victim's life. It's not just this is what yeah. happened. Like what was her life? And right. her life was very interesting. Like she mm-hmm. was in the middle of a relationship with Christian Brando like Marvin Brando's oh okay I know Marvin Brando I didn't know yeah it was his son so she like had told him like this is your baby but it was actually Robert Blake's baby it was just like very very messy ordeal and yeah very like Hollywood scandalous if you're into like Hollywood scandal type stuff Mm. it's good and I love like an eight series podcast where it's like cool boom 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 this big chunk of material and now I don't now I'm done you know yeah right um, like your own backyard. This is like totally off, but your own backyard is one of the best like series podcasts I've ever listened to. And it's cool because it's meta because like literally the person like was arrested like after this podcast happened and it's ongoing, like he's in trial right now. So you could like I was watching, it's like full goosebumps, mm-hmm. like the guy who does the podcast, like they were thanking him, like the police department was thanking the podcast. And then it was like, hey, they're at Paul Flores's house, like digging up his basement. Like he was posting like Instagram updates, like, hey, I'm at the courthouse. Here's the transcript. Like it was like he did this story like three, four years ago. And wow. then it's like just now. Right. Getting... It's, it's very cool. So cool. All, yeah. Your own backyard's a really, really good hmm. one. That, That's how I felt about cereal and like the Adnan Syed case because it was yes. so long ago, but like it's ongoing. Yeah. And, and it's you, like certain things like that, they get popular and then it's like, oh, new evidence. Oh, Because people are all calling in something. and people hear about it and see something, say something like stuff that was just like, oh, I didn't realize like my roommate did this weird thing. Like, right. Oh, I was in Lincoln Park that day. Interesting yeah that one was crazy like oh she was a lifeguard and in this like flower bed uh used to go off like every morning like her watch like her alarm to wake up to go lifeguard like it would go off every like that something would beep at like 4 a.m and it's like what the fuck like it's so crazy this story and it's like they still didn't catch this guy like 30 years later like 
So finally, finally, some justice is like underway. But anyways, I like that. Well, that's like the um the Golden State Killer. Like, Ugh, what a piece of trash. trash. That's I mean, that's something that, you know, is found because of podcasts and people getting podcasts. excited and like going into all of that stuff. And the magic of DNA evidence, too. Like yeah. this, this guy I was just watching on the news. I'm sorry. This is so off. But like talking about true crime stuff. And I wish I knew he just got found and it was partially because of like, you know, the 23 and me, but it was more complicated that it was like, they found the DNA and they're like, Oh, this is like a very specific, um, like township in Italy that this DNA Mm. is from. So let's go look at the village town city where this happened and see if there's anybody with that specific. And just the way that they narrowed this guy down is like, it was a case from the seventies that just got cracked. It was like on Nora O'Donnell on like CBS news. And I'm like, Oh, it just happened like yesterday or the day before. I'm like, that's just so satisfying. (laughs) Stuff like that happens, but it's also like angers you. Cause you're like, you got away for so long. You had a whole ass life while this family didn't have closure. Like, anyways, there's no such thing as closure for that. Did you read any (laughs) books? Um, of course you did. Oh, I was like, I thought we were. Duh. Um. Oh, sorry. Did you listen to any podcasts? I was just just going I dark. Just, so no, you're <laughs> fine. I just started the Mother Country Radicals. Oh, um, did you send I think this I sent me? you the trailer. Okay. Yeah, it's um this. I was just like pulling it up so I could just do it like really quickly. So it's a former law student, Bernadine Dorn. She declares war on the U.S. government. And this is like decades later, her son is telling the story of like how his mom in the U.S. was like radicalized and became the most wanted woman in the U.S. And like Mm -hmm. their whole fight against um, basically their anti-war okay um but like are declaring war on the u.s and like i mean they blow up buildings and shit like it's very serious um she becomes like literally the most wanted person in the u.s um i'm really this is into a true it. story this is a true story her son is telling the story on this podcast now oh. and he's talking to his mom and like he's going back through how like he was a kid when all of this yeah. is happening and like his mother is like the most wanted criminal in the u.s and like he's her toddler and stuff. so it's very interesting i that don't know bad. the story like it's not like a famous story that i know so i'm excited to kind of like listen to it and learn just um, like the bonnie lee thing it's like dang you think you've really heard it all yeah. you think you've heard the craziest shit yeah because it's like technically like a, they would call her like a homegrown terrorist is what they'd say even though like her target you know is mm-hmm. something i'm like kind of like mm, do i disagree anyways um oh, no. <laughs> I read um for Home Down Spice and you guys can hear the whole thing on the podcast but we read um Your Dad Will Do which is hilarious. <laughs> it's not that it's funny but that uh essentially the girl's uh fiance cheats on her. She decides that the ultimate revenge is to go fuck his dad and she does. Um and it's a weekend sex fest and it is great smut. But if you do not like the word daddy, it is not for you because it is a <laughs> lot. Um, I was like, the premise actually sounds. Pretty yeah, good. I'm not gonna lie. Depending it's great. On the, you can listen to the whole, like, I guess. whole recap uh, over there. Or you can get it. It's like four bucks on Kindle. It's just again, if daddy's not your word, you're not gonna like it. But other than that, it was great. 
Good to um, know. These are good trigger warnings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then kind of very similar to like Tessa and having like it happen one summer and then um why can't I think of what the book is? I don't know. <laughs> what is Tessa's other book for the book? Oh, it happened one summer and then the next book oh, was Hook, Line, and Sinker. Hook, Line, and Sinker. Okay, so mm-hmm. there's... <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Tessa has a lot of books. <laughs> I know. No, I'm okay. an idiot. There's another um, kind of series like that by a different author that I really like, Morgan Elizabeth. Um, okay. I read her book, The X-Files, a long time ago, and the second book just came out called Walking Red Flag. Um, oh, okay. I didn't and realize it was a sequel or like it a, is a spice. It's, it's like a Hallmark with spice. It's it's very well written story. It's very good placed smut. It's just adorable. A cozy um, smut. <laughs> yeah, the character has ADHD, um, and essentially, like she's never able to orgasm or like have somebody like make her orgasm. And so she decides that like, she's not going to have sex with anyone. She's a virgin. She's not going to have sex with anybody until a man proves that like he can make her orgasm. Mm -hmm. And she just thinks there's like something wrong with her and like that she's broken because her brain's all over the place. And she meets a doctor who's like very into her and just loves her like quirkiness and whatever, because he's so straight laced. Um, And he's like, yeah, no, we just need to like get you out of your head. Like I, I'm a doctor. I know your body, like just Mm -hmm. (laughs) very like whatever but like very sweet that like he's he finds her brain in the way that she sees the world and like her curiosity and her questions and all the things that people tell her is annoying about her like it's endearing to him reminds me of the kiss quotient yes Mm -hmm. very much like that um so you would like it it's just it's cute it's a cute story you know sticking up for her like you just you love him you love her it's it's very cute um and funny and you know it's the whole like fake dating and then no one's gonna catch feelings of course yeah um so it was really good and I am almost almost done with Addie LaRue oh my god I know I know how many times have I like renewed my like Libby (laughs) like audiobook so many times but I'm I'm literally almost done do you feel like you have to restart almost no, I keep, I, I am like keeping up with it, but I'm just yeah. not listening to it enough. Um, as I told you, like I got into Pokemon go this weekend to be a cool <laughs> boy mom. And the time that I should have been reading was spent catching critters. Oh yeah. I've been trying to like, I'm 55% through the book that we're reading for next week's book review, which is ninth house by mm-hmm. Leonardo. Where'd you go? Um, I was having a hard time getting into it, but I, I do like the premise. I like the story. I think sometimes I'm such like a, a visual person with fantasy mm-hmm. that like sometimes when it gets very busy with names and people and things, like I start, it just overlaps sometimes mm-hmm. or it's mm-hmm. like, it's just a little too confusing. I get like, eh, yeah, like anxious. If it's what's cool about the book club is that it's forcing me to read it because I do like the story. And I think if it gets adapted to some type of film or series or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy I read it because I do like the yeah. story so far. But I think I probably would have DNF because I'm just like so 
I feel ADHD right now. Like my life yeah. is so all over the place. I'm like, I cannot sit still and, and read this. So luckily I'm going back and forth between audiobook and Kindle because it was KU. So I do have it regardless. I like to read it at night. Um, yes, I'm I'm doing the audiobook as well, but I have the hard cover of it. And it's obviously it's on KU. Right. It's just but so nice. I like I listening to it via audio. You know, we, if we both have like the jackknife Kindle holding arm. So I brought it out into like the living room. I disconnected it from like my headboard. Mm. It was like sitting in my living room, cuddled with my dog on it. I was like, you know what? Change up the location. It's not hard to move that thing. It's very easy, <laughs> actually. Um, so that was nice. I, I just that. think sometimes it's really easy to flow through a book with on your Kindle than it is holding a book. It just is. Yes. For whatever I reason. I definitely like quicker. flick through it a lot faster. I feel my little remote, like click, 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 <laughs> like, click, click, click. I know. I so love satisfying. it. <laughs> so satisfying. So um, if you guys don't know about this book, it's, uh, we explained it in the last episode. I'll just <laughs> And we're going to yeah. do a, a deep recap. So if you want to know about it, we'll see you next week for that one. I finished yeah. the last in one of those type of series that does like the crossover characters. Like Is the, this the one that had the um, female yes, romance and there's a different, like it was different mm-hmm. couples? Written in okay. the stars and then Hang the Moon was the second one. And then this one was Count Your Lucky Stars. This one's the newer one, newest mm-hmm. one. I liked it. It was... um like best friends from childhood. And then like, I was dating this guy for a really long time. And then they broke up. And during that week that they broke up, they had hooked up. It was like a thing. And then like, she goes back to her and it's like, Hey, so, you know, he said he wants to get back together. What should I say? And she's like, well, you know, we can like keep what happened between us, I guess. So as usual, there's that miscommunication of they were both into each other the whole time. And you're like, Okay. Like, I see where this is going here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm angry at you because you told me to go back to this guy. So I thought that was you telling me it was done. And I'm angry with you because why did you even have to ask? Shouldn't you have known? How right. Like, so it's, it's cool. I mean, I like, this is Alexandra Belfler. I mean, it's the third book of hers I read, so I must like it. <laughs> um, I'm still working on the falling in love montage. It's a YA romance sapphic, mm-hmm. but I really like that it involves like the mom has dementia. Oh, I just like reading a book with just learning about different disabilities because the more we know about stuff we don't know (laughs) is is good. So it was just an interesting part of the story. I didn't, you know, see that necessarily going there where it's like, Hey, like, I know that this is genetic and I'm going to have it early onset dementia and like, so how do I get into a relationship with somebody? How do I, mm. where you do don't I want to deal with that? With that. Yeah. So. Meredith Gray. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's, I, I would imagine that's. Thing. A, that's I remember that Gray's reference. <laughs> a good thing that like, it's yeah, a cute if you book have so something far. that's like hereditary and stuff and like, you don't want to, you don't want to burden someone. Mm-hmm. And that's what she feels like. And it's like, I mean, yeah. I'm not super duper. I'm like a quarter into it. It's one of those things that's on my Kindle. So it's just nice to like flip to it when I need a book. Um, okay. But I want to commit to it once I'm done with, <laughs> with nine pals. I'll get through it. 
A Court of Frost and Starlight. I finally read it. Yes. We will do a spot. We will like eventually do some yes. more Akatar, yes. Akatar uh, bonus episodes. But yes, please. Of course, A Court of Frost and Starlight. I didn't realize it was like a, I don't want to say like a spinoff. It's not a spinoff, but it's not like directly part of like what was going on. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, the yeah, war. yeah. It's like mm-hmm. almost, it was like a little side piece Hallmark Channel version of an Akatar book. Yeah. Like the vibes, like the Christmassy vibes, even though mm-hmm. it wasn't Christmas, but like, you know. Yes. No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. That's how I was envisioning it. And I enjoyed it. It was cute. It was a cute, shorter one. <laughs> no, yeah. like dreading right, it's into not... Silver Flames. It's huge. Solar Flames is so good. Why is it so thick? Thick. Um, thick. Um, and I finally finished. <laughs> finally finished reading the Never King. Mm. Wow. So I am not as well versed in smut as you are. I cannot wait to give you this book and see where it falls on like your scale on oh. your spice meter. <laughs> It was very spicy to me. It was very short. I would have probably finished it in a day or two, but I was like reading it to my husband and we would get to a spicy scene. I'd be like, okay, let's put the book down. Quality (laughs) time together. So it took us quite a while to get through this book because there was, but there was a storyline too. Like it is, if you're not familiar, the Never King is a book that you literally have to special order. Like you cannot just go into Barnes and Noble because they can't keep it on the shelves because it is filthy, um, filthy, filthy Peter Pan and Wendy retelling, filthy, um, filthy. reverse harem where we got the lost boys getting involved. It was really good. I didn't uh, I know mean, I was into an RH, but apparently okay. I'm into an RH. Um, and my husband is too, because he ordered me the sequel before I even finished this one. <gasps> so he wants me to keep going. I love that. And apparently the third book comes out in September. So I'm like really on a Ooh. great like path. To yeah. So I will definitely get this to you ASAP. And I really do think the amazing individual. I'm so sorry. You'll have to check my TikTok, but this was book fairy to me from a fellow book talker. Oh, it's on KU. Oh, is it never? Oh yes, it is. I didn't I know that the I have the physical copy. Oh, you're going to go through it, honey. You will be done by like tomorrow. <laughs> I do like that. Um, what do you call it? The rest uh, of them is writing, uh, in our age. NRH and I'm excited to see how it is because the only one that I have a reference to for reverse harem is oh my god is Den of Vipers I've never Um, but I've heard of it which is which is spicy it's very aggressive (laughs) it's mafia reverse harem so I mean this is aggressive too like I think it's like confused because it's like oh it's Wendy and Peter Pan and it's like yeah but (laughs) It's like dark. I mean, look at the cover. Like it's yeah. literally a very dark retelling. Yeah. It's I'll tell you it was like weird to read out loud because it was like <laughs> not even the sex parts, but it just wasn't always written and like just the names that they give each other. Mm. Like they call her darling. It's like the last name's darling. Mm-hmm. Like so like come here darling it was just like a lot sometimes the same mm-hmm. way you probably said like with the daddy thing daddy, right? but yeah. reading it in your head probably isn't 
as like weird (laughs) when you're saying it out loud um Mm -hmm. but I really fucking love that book oh okay like I like that review I only gave it a four not a five because the writing was like a little like but the actual story the story in the smut was really good so highly suggest if you're into that and that I think add to cart add to cart well that's a free if it's a KU right yep yeah so that's a free card if it's free it's for me (laughs) I'm just putting (laughs) ninth house on here ninth house I have some other ones I started what we fed the manticore which was another which was an arc I got from Goodreads oh all I think about is manticore is that that Disney movie with the brothers Disney Pixar yes <laughs> yes I don't know if that's what it, it's onward stories. onward yeah there's the man I knew what you okay. were saying you you picked up what I, I it clicked for me I love <laughs> I love Disney and Pixar but it's like short stories told from a perspective of an animal okay and they're like good like I first I read the first one so I can tell you the first one's good it was a it's like this it's a donkey with a man in like a war-torn area it's like his what he sees and his life and it's really sweet like I don't know just think it's good for empathy to like try to see through an animal's eyes it was I've never really done that before so I like arcs for this reason (laughs) right yeah different types of books yep different type of book Mm -hmm. yeah I've been trying to do that with Libby like getting out of my normal reads and reading some other things um I think you'll I like have true biz it's a long wait on Libby though man. oh I got so many things I like no I cannot I have so many it won't come to-, to you anytime soon so yeah. if you put on a hold <laughs> by the time it gets to you it oh was like God. 12 weeks I'm like cool I'll read this eventually yeah. well and I decided to because like I have um I've been wanting to read I've had for over a year the throne of glass series oh. and I have not done it so I requested like the audiobooks through Libby because there was like a way long wait time and I was like cool like whenever I get one like I will like commit to reading one of the books at least like listening to it because it's just mm-hmm. so many and so I finally got like the first book nice um and you're so, like oh god now I'm starting this I know right so I was gonna start it but like I have um everybody's been telling me to read the silent patient. So Ooh, I have that audio. That's a real good one. A good standalone. Um, I've been dying to read, which is an autobiography, um, is invisible storm by Jason Kander. I love Jason Kander. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to, I got the audio to listen to it, to hear his story, um, about everything. And I love a memoir. Uh, one Italian summer. Dang, I want to read that. That's an audiobook you're doing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, from Libby. Or you want to. Oh, it's like it's downloaded, it. but you need to listen to all of yeah, them. Yeah, I need to That's listen why. to it. Oh my God, you're wild. You've been waiting it? for it. Yeah, I have it. That's why. Oh my God, I would have <laughs> such anxiety. That's too many. Okay, uh, that makes sense why Addie oh. LaRue's just been vibing. Yeah, no, okay. I have 14 loans out. I'm like, I will finish them so <laughs> I know. I know I try to go through them and be like realistic and go like who was I when I added all of these because I'm not the same person and I send a bunch back 
Um, but it's like, sometimes I get in those moods and I'm like, I'm just going to get them because I can have them for two weeks. Well, you could taste test it and be like, is this good? Do I want to keep going with it? And I do. Yeah. Like I found out I love true biz, but like the copy was due back to the library. So I'm like, okay, I'll get it whenever I get it. And I know now how much I love my Kindle. So I'm like, if it comes audiobook or it comes Kindle, whichever, whichever happens first, but there's this thriller. Summer I I turned pretty 24 week wait on Libby. Oh gosh. For the audio <laughs> This one came up as like, uh, I kind of look sometimes to see like what's just like available now and like if it's rated and this was a Reese book club and it was like highly rated. It's called Something in the Water. It's a okay. thriller. And it says- um, Paula Hawkins? Uh, Catherine Stedman. Okay, okay. And it says something, uh, documentary filmmaker on- vacation with handsome investment banker have big plans passionately in love they're on their dream honeymoon they enjoy the sun the sand at each other and then while scuba diving in the blue sea they find something in the water for the life of your dreams be the stuff of nightmares suddenly the newlyweds make a dangerous choice speak out or protect their secret if no one knows who could it hurt their decision triggers a devastating chain of events have you ever wondered how long it takes to dig a grave and i was like that sounds interesting <laughs> so that's a murder yeah right so there's a bunch of stuff like this. I was going to ask you, there's a book, if you go into the Libby app, that's the big library read that they're like, everyone can get it right now without like holds and everything. And I'm like, should we read this? Because um, I don't know like why they're like promoting it so hard. Okay. But it says the girl in his shadow. Okay. Um, it's like a global book club read right now. And it just says unlimited copies. Interesting. And it's like a, um, it's basically like a historical fiction about a woman who believes in scientific medicine before the world believed in her. So it's like a female that's like a doctor um, that's like trying to, you know, figure things out and prove herself in a world where, you know, nobody wants to listen to her because she's a female. And if she practices medicine, she, you know, she's a witch or whatever. Interesting. But she's got to save lives. So I don't know. It seemed interesting. I was like, well, it's available. I might get it. <clears throat> could throw it into the vote. I would definitely vote for you to do um silent patient. I don't know if you read the oh, synopsis. I'm gonna read of it. What it's the synopsis about, sounded really good. Yes, I did. It's one of those where when you when the twist happens, you're you gotta hold on to your butt. That's all I'm saying. Hold yeah, on to your butt. Yeah, I have another friend that's read it and she's like oh my I god it's love so good. his books have the good twisties and they have like a sexual tension vibe that for some reason makes me actually very attracted to the author he's also very attractive but like the author thing about the way he writes yeah oh interesting i don't know he just he's a greek god he's actually greek and he's real hot wow i gotta look this up now hmm. maybe he's real i think talent makes people hot so yes true. i also factor that into hot factor hence why tosh <laughs> sultana is very attractive <laughs> yes oh for sure like and so pete davidson is attractive talent is attractive Just as don't you is. love those um oh he is hot interesting i don't um <laughs> those things that like people kind of don't understand that like talent skill like those kinds of things are attractive and like it's extremely like yeah. someone's funny like if you can make me laugh like you get points but the, all those tiktoks that are like he's a four but he da 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 and it's like yeah no he's a four but he writes 
great thrillers, 11. Yeah. Although <laughs> Alex is definitely more than a four, but yeah, no, yeah I, I agree. But like, that's, but like Pete Davidson, like I would oh, yeah. not say that he's the hottest man alive, but no, like he looks like he'd be asking good. you for your change for sure. No, I'm yes. sorry. I don't have any change. <laughs> you would be like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have any change. But you've got BDE, you make me laugh. And it seems like you're probably like a good person. Ten out of 10. Can you take care of your mama? Right? Um, yeah. His dad thought. died in 9-11. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I His dad was a firefighter in 9-11. Why do I adore him? He just right? like I want to hug him. I want to hug Pete Davidson. I think he's all set. He's got, he's got hugs. <laughs> He's got hugs and jugs and jugs and, and all that and butts. He's a, he's got a butt to hold on to. Anyways, we're going off you guys. <laughs> um, if you want to join us for our next book recap, we are currently reading, as we said, ninth house by Lee Bardugo. It is available on KU if you have Kindle mm-hmm. unlimited, but um, also probably from the library, it was available pretty, it was available audiobook immediately for me. So. Yeah, it was viral. I think like last year. Yes, it's so not. Like I think super it's probably not like crazy now. right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool though. I that's how all my books on my shelf are. Like, eventually, I'll get to this viral book that I bought. Hmm. I'll get better. Anyways, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. We can't wait. But until then, read books. It's, it's weird, weird out, out there. there. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.